Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. Today, we're going to talk about goal setting. It is that time of year where we are all working on our New Year's resolutions. However, a lot of times those New Year's resolutions don't stick in actually being achieved by the end of the the coming years. In fact, in an issue of Forbes, it talks about that studies have shown less than 25% of people actually stay committed to their resolutions after just 30 days, and only 8% actually accomplish them. So we're going to share with you today seven steps to goal setting in this new year to hopefully develop those goals, then set those goals, and achieve those goals. Often that that first step is is finding out what fear is stopping us. What is uh, the voice that is going through our head that stands in our way from accomplishing or even setting some of those goals? I know for myself, it's that fear of disappointing others. My parents have always been my biggest cheerleaders in life and, and have always believed in me. And they would teach us that, uh, one, not to quit anything that we did, that if we committed to something that we see it through. But they also, second of all, had had such a belief in us that we could accomplish anything that we put our mind to that I just started developing a fear of disappointing them. I I didn't want to ever let them down. And I I remember a a combination of these two happened when I was in high school. I was uh, the lead in in a lot of, of our theater productions. And one time as I was, Ado Annie in Oklahoma. It was the last night and we were just getting ready to go on and I got so sick, so sick. And I had others around me telling me it's okay. You know, you don't have to go out there. You can have your understudy do it. But I was just bound and determined, no, I am going to finish what I started. Plus, I don't want to let anyone down. I don't want to let my cast down. I don't want to let my parents down who were out in the audience. And and so uh, very fortunately, the the lead of that year's play, her dad was, was our doctor. And he was so gracious to come and treat me there in the uh, locker room right before we went on stage. And um, I'll never forget just, just that overwhelming sense of not wanting to quit what I had started and not wanting to let anyone down, that um, the show must go on per se. So that fear of disappointing others, finding out what is it, what is your fear? What What is preventing you from setting that goal and achieving that goal? Second step is going to be our values. Look at, at what our values are. And our, our values are going to re- represent what's important to us. So when you know what you value, it, it will help drive and inspire and motivate you. For me, I, I value my faith. I value my family. I value my character, my integrity. So of course, all the choices that I make for my goals, the goals that I'm going to set, they're going to, of course, incorporate those values to a very high degree. The third step is going to be what action do you need to take? What might you need to stop doing or do less of or keep doing, uh, do more of or even start doing? I I think of my Pepsi addiction when I think of this <laughs> and I have such a desire, um, well, an addiction for Pepsi, but then I have a desire to shed those those recent pandemic pounds, especially so if I'm looking at that as a goal, then well, I need to stop is using Pepsi as my crutch of my energy or um, of, of my stress reliever or whatever it might be. 
I need to do less of carbonation. I need to keep doing it of trying. There are going to be days that you just fail and that you just give into that temptation or whatnot, but you don't stop trying. So I need to keep doing is trying and I need to do more of drinking water that's healthy for you. And of course, start doing is exercise. I'm horrible at that. So, so take your action steps. What do you need to stop doing? Do less of, keep doing, do more of, and start doing. That fourth step is, is finding our balance. So if we're going to set our goals and and we're tapping into, okay, discovering what that fear is and what our values are and, and what actions we need to, to implement or, or stop. We need to find the balance of how are we spending our time? Where are we spending our time? Is this with family and friends? Uh, is it the career? Maybe, maybe we're needing to find a balance and not working so much. Or perhaps it's our, our health, finding a balance. Health could be physical. It could be emotional. It could be spiritual. Our personal growth. Are we out of whack in in um, perhaps our, our career, but yet we're not growing personally in the midst of it, and it, it's just leaving us a, an uneven kelter. Our community. Do are we involved in our community? What does that involvement look like in our community? So finding a balance when we're looking at those goals. That fifth step then is is going to be then set the goals. So what are your goals? Why do you want those goals? Uh, Looking at what do those goals provide for you or or how are those goals that you're setting going to make you feel? Sometimes we can have the best of intentions in what our goals are going to look like or or they look good on paper and we think, yeah, that's what I'm going to go after. But if we really get down to it, they might not even be a needed goal to begin with. We might be taking a, a squirrel's path, so to speak. I know this happened to me just a a couple of years ago. I had received my master's degree and I had a university fly me out to take a look at their doctorate program. I had never even considered doing my doctorate. My father has his doctorate. And and uh, so, of course, he's always been the, the one to just encourage of, of getting what you need for the goal that you want to have. And so I thought, well, this would be kind of cool and, and it would help me with a, a future goal that I have. However... When I, I got back home and, and was so excited and thought, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go after my doctorate and this is the school I want to do it with. After I got thinking about uh, what these goals would actually, what having a doctorate would actually accomplish, it was not going to help my overall goal that I have as an end result. In fact, it was going to to kind of veer me off path to perhaps even take longer to reach that goal. It was still a good goal. Getting a doctorate is great. It's an impressive. It's amazing. It's kudos to those who are out there doing it. But it wasn't going to match a goal that I was going after in the long run. It was just going to squirrel the process. So setting our goals, evaluating, yeah, it, it might be a good goal, but is it is it a goal that should be for us? A sixth step is once you have set your goals, put boundaries around them. And this is going to look different for, for everyone. Maybe it's not um, working as, as often into the evening or setting working hours that you're having your boundaries around or, or not letting others influence you or, or making certain people a priority or, or whatever it might be. But whatever our goal is, we've got to make sure we protect it because that's how we're going to help achieve it. I had a goal from from a little girl 
I wanted to be a mom and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Uh, so I, I had planned on, okay, I'm going to graduate high school, get married, graduate college, um, actually reverse that, and and then have kids. And, and then I want to be a stay-at-home mom and just love my kids and my husband. And and th- that's a great goal to have. When I found out I was pregnant, that's one of the things I did is is I resigned from my career because I wanted to, to be there in my kids' lives. That was a, a personal conviction of mine to raise my kids without a day of childcare. And and suddenly, after having two children, I found myself as a single parent. And, and that goal had an added challenge for sure now. But I was still committed to this goal. And my values were a part of that foundation of setting it. So I, I had to set boundaries as I went out back into the workforce. I set boundaries for my faith. My faith is important to me. And and so I, I made a commitment that a boundary that I wasn't going to work on Sundays. I wanted to be able to make sure I had a job that would not work on Sundays. I also have the value of family. So um, that account- accountability time to use my time wisely with the kids. And, and when I'm with all of my family, my big family, I, I wanted to make sure that I was focused in on, on good quality time with them. So I wanted to be able to not have a job that, that traveled a lot so that I, I could be physically and mentally present with them. And, and during this such time, I've, I was able, God bless me, with a, a job that met all of those boundaries. And of course, I've been approached with various job offers that were quite tempting. They, they would have provided more than, than what I feel like I've been able to provide in some different areas. And as tempting as those were, I've had to continually go back to my values, go back to um, the boundaries I have set on those goals that I've, I have of raising my kids and not allow those temptations to influence me, to entice me. So when you set your goals, we've got to make sure you protect them. So setting those boundaries around them. And then the seventh step is speak up. So if you have a goal, but it stays in your head, less likely that you're going to to attain it. Uh, Research goes to show that, I'm a Weight Watchers, I think is a perfect example of this, of of weighing in and having that accountability group to cheer them on and and, um, have incentives around that. That's awesome. Speak it up, share it because then you're more committed to actually follow through with it. So write out your goals. Share your goals with a friend or, or family, coworker. For us and in, in our family, every year on New Year's Day, my kids and I gather around and we share our goals aloud and what they're going to be for the coming year. We write them down. We put them on the fridge. We share why we want to achieve them. And, and we also share how we can best support each other on them. That's important to be able to uh, come alongside one, one another and and help not be a stumbling block, but... Uh, help each other in, in accomplishing those goals at hand. I know I have to do this with my, my Pepsi temptation, back to that addiction, is I'll have to, when I'm ready to, to quit Pepsi again, which <laughs> I just have an addiction, I love it, uh, I'll tell my family, please don't buy me any. Please don't, let's not have any carbonation at this, or, or please don't surprise me with a Pepsi if I come over and visit or whatever. I need that support. I need that accountability. 
And then at times we're just going to have to, as we speak up our goals, we're also going to have to go back and evaluate the progress. Uh, Have we met our goals? Are we on track for our goals? Uh, Are we ahead of schedule or behind schedule? Because sometimes we might have to to reevaluate some things. Uh, For example, this past year I had written out some goals and and as the year was progressing, I actually ended up reaching my five-year goals in year one. And those year one goals looked like it was going to take another year or so to reach. So have to kind of go back and reevaluate the timeline of those and and just doors that might open that might allow for something that you hadn't planned to actually take place instead of that goal for the present time. And then of course, make sure we celebrate them. We need to celebrate the achievements that we have. So we start, let's say, with three goals and, and we accomplish one at the end. Instead of uh, being all sad about not accomplishing all three, let's celebrate that one that we did because that's still a huge achievement. And hopefully one of these days you'll get to the end of a year and you'll have accomplished all three of them or however many you set for yourself. But make sure to celebrate your progress. So looking at those seven steps to goal setting as you come up with your um, resolutions for this year, your goals, what fear is standing in your way? Let's remove it. What, what do you value? And let's make sure we align our goals with it. What actions do you need to take? The doing more of or less of or start doing? Where is your balance? Where are you spending your time? What does that look like? And then set them. How, how is it making how is it going to make you feel? What are you going to achieve from it? But then make sure you put those boundaries around them to protect them. And of course, speak it up, share it with others, write it down, and celebrate those victories. I'd love to be able to help you get started with a freebie. Uh, if you simply just go to my website, hollykirby.com, that's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com, you can download the free Get It Done Goal Setting Worksheet. It's a reflective exercise that will help you determine, set, and, and be on that path to achieving your goals this year. But you got this. You got this. Don't give up. Take a look at it and uh, press on because it'll be worth celebrating in the end when you've conquered those goals that you've set in this new year. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollykirby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.